0: Welcome back to UView, the show dedicated to all things Arlington youth. I'm your host, Sam Derringer. Welcome back to A Town Scoop, your Arlington youth news and the final scoop for this summer. As summer 2020 draws to a close, an exciting end of summer event is making its return to Arlington. After an extended hiatus due to the pandemic, the Jam and Java Open Mic Nights at Kickstand Cafe will be making their return. The weekly open mic nights, however, will return this time virtually, starting on the night of September 4th. This open mic night provides a great opportunity to the musicians and performers who've been working on original music and covers throughout the summer to finally share their work openly with the public. Spots for this first event are limited to 25 acts, first come, first serve, and are filling up quickly. If you want to attend and or perform in this first virtual event, make sure to follow the link that I've attached in the description below. Last Saturday, 80 plus community members gathered together on Court Street to protest recent federal changes to the Postal Service that have consequently slowed down the mailing process. The turnout was formed in an urgent manner to raise awareness on these changes and how they could severely interfere with the mail-in voting in the 2020 general election. The protesters are encouraging the public to request mail-in ballots and to complete them as soon as possible. Three ballot box locations are located in Arlington. One at Town Hall in the center, another at ACMI in Arlington Heights, and the third being at Fox Library in East Arlington. Make sure to vote early if you can. In response to the recent 6-1 to school committee vote to approve an overall return to hybrid instruction for school next year. An East Arlington parent has decided to put together a petition to ask for a reversal of this decision. The petition argues for a fully remote return on all levels and waiting until, quote, we get more data and gain more insights, end quote, before phasing into a full reopening. While the conflict over remote versus hybrid remains prominent in town, AHS students know already that they will be starting full remote this fall. On the final student stories for this week, and for this summer. We've invited on a panel of AHS students representing different parts of the community to provide their opinions and insights on what the current plan means for them in the return to school this fall. Hello everyone, and welcome back to this week's Student Stories, the segment that involves discussion with students and other community members. Today, I'm joined with a panel of four different AHS students representing different areas of involvement at the high school. And we're going to be chatting about the recent reopening plan and what it means for their areas of involvement in the community. Today, I'm joined with Connor Rempi, Anushka Oak, Sarah Nascimento, and Valen Sanchez Matthews. Good to see you guys. How are you doing? Good, good. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to start with Anushka today. So, Anushka is involved in the journalism and student reporting at the high school, and she's involved in the athletics. So first of all, Anushka, how do you feel about this whole reopening plan, how it's all going so far, first of all?
1: I honestly am not too sure how to feel. I feel like we're definitely taking it safer than maybe other schools have been doing, considering that we're starting all remote and we're putting in place like a lot of guidelines and we're like looking at the ventilation and stuff, like that all seems pretty good. I'm not sure, honestly, how they're going to be able to phase us into like a non remote setting because it just seems like it'll be a lot, especially considering we're like rebuilding the building and all that. So um, But I think our teachers and our administrators will probably work it out. So
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. There's still a lot of moving pieces yeah. for sure. Um, so one of the areas you're involved in, one of the clubs you're involved in is the Journalism Club. And I'm sure right now, like the Journalism Club is going to have to change up a lot of their tactics of how to report and what they're doing. And then can you, do you have some information on that right now, what you guys are up to?
1: Yeah, actually, well, a lot of the stuff we we're doing, um, even in the past has been online. And a lot of our meetings are very discussion-based kind of, and kind of like one-on-one based so i think we'll be able to run pretty smoothly just in terms of meetings and our actual reporting obviously things like interviews will be a little different um they'll probably be primarily on zoom or google hangouts rather than in person and there might be different things to report on like i'm sure we'll have reports about like the reopening or how things have changed maybe like student perspectives stuff like that so definitely new subject matter um kind of different subject matter but I mean, I think the structure of our meetings and kind of our whole writing and editing and peer review process, I think most of that will probably stay intact. Like a lot of that was already kind of online and really discussion
0: based. Great. Great. So you'll, we'll be getting a normal amount of news. It's seeming like doing a lot of what we're doing right now. Um, Okay. So now let's switch over to the athletics side of things. I know the MIAA just made a big announcement about athletics for this fall. And I know you're involved in track and field and cross country at the high school. And can you speak a little on that? What's up with the athletics right now?
1: Yeah. As of now, I think it's like, it's been moved to like September 18th for the start of the fall season. I believe And because of that, kind of all the seasons have been pushed around, so the fall season is going to end earlier, or later, sorry, and the winter season is going to start, end later. And then they've added this, like, second fall season that, as of now, has football and cheerleading, and Mm. it's after the winter season. And basically, any sport that gets canceled or delayed or, like, cut off during the fall is going to be moved to that second fall season, which will be after the winter season. And then I think spring sports are allowed to continue until like July 13th. I'm not sure about that date, but it's definitely in July. Mm -hmm. So I think it'll definitely be really different. And um, in terms of fall sports, at least, I feel like practices will probably be more or less normal. I think at least for sports like soccer and field hockey, you can mostly do practice drills, kind of distanced, spaced apart, that kind of stuff, even cross country, like, you can distance yourself during runs if people do different routes, stuff like that. Um, Competition might be a little harder to do in a safe way because I know sports like soccer and field hockey, like it's kind of hard to distance yourself in a competitive setting. And even in cross country, like the varsity race has like 20 people Mm -hmm. for each gender. And then the JV races have over 50 people. So It might be hard to do that in a way that you're not close to each other. So, But again, I'm sure our coaches Mm -hmm. are working on something and are going to update us accordingly. But um, either people figure stuff out, or a lot of these fall sports are going to be moved to that second round of fall sports after the winter season.
0: All right, cool. Thank you, Anushka. So we're going to shift gears. We're going to go over to Mr. Connor Rempe right now. So you are the current secretary of the student council. You're one of the officers on the student council. And I know that you there have been some plans in the works to figure out what's the student council's role going to be this fall and for next year. So can you say some of the plans you've been working on? We've been
2: working on a couple of things um, to kind of adjust to the new virtual, um, virtual learning that we're going to be doing in the in the fall and for who knows how long. But um, first and foremost, we've been working on some programs for the incoming freshmen. Um, we, cause obviously every year we wanna feel them, we wanna make them feel like they're welcomed and included into the AHS community. And that's gotta be super hard with virtual learning. So we're trying to do a couple things. We've created a, a sort of Q and A video That we had them back in, I think, June. We had them submit the incoming freshmen submit questions to us. Um, And we've been compiling kind of answers from students uh, to put into a kind of short video for them, kind of to sort of address some of their concerns or questions about coming to the high school. Um, We're hoping to send that out shortly, actually. Mm. And then once we get closer towards that September 21st date, we're trying to do some kind of a live panel discussion mm. um, so that they can ask more follow-up questions and anything specific to uh, the reopening plan or, you know, anything else that might be changing due to the, the outbreak. Mm. And then um, beyond just the incoming freshmen, we're trying to plan a couple of events um, to kind of foster a school community while we're remaining uh, socially distant. Um, so I know while we were back in March and kind of towards the end of last school year, we did a couple of virtual spirit weeks um, and that sort of thing. So we're hoping to do more like community building activities still, but um, we're not entirely sure what form that will take yet, but we've got a couple ideas and you'll definitely hear more about that. Um, as the weeks progress, because we that's one of the student council's main jobs is to kind of promote that feeling of community and school spirit. So um, we really want to make sure that that's still there, even if we're not physically in a building. Um, And then the final thing that we've been talking about a lot is elections, of course. So currently, we're still operating with last year's student council. Um, Typically, we would have had elections in May, and we would have had a new council Um, However, that wasn't really possible this year. So um, our election committee has been kind of trying to make some plans for um, a virtual election sometime in early October we're aiming for. So um, if anybody out there is looking to run for student council, that's when your opportunity will be, um, especially for the incoming freshmen. So, uh, yeah, watch out for that. That's pretty much what we've been up to
0: and how we're preparing. Great work so far. Okay, shifting gears again. Sarah, I know that one of the areas of the school that's maybe being the most affected by this pandemic and this reopening right now is the performing arts just in general. And I know that you are a person who's heavily involved in the performing arts. And do you know of any new information, any new developments in the performing arts right now about how they're going to figure this
3: out this fall? In the beginning, there was like actually nothing. They sent out an email about I think some sports plans and uh, performing arts was, like involved, and it was just blank. There was like mm-hmm. nothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> from the communication I've gotten from like Mr. Byrne and stuff, it's he really wants to do something. And there's like, he's, you know, there's an effort, there's been lots of ideas, I think, thrown around, and there's an effort to read different types of productions and stuff that might be possible in a different sort of theater medium and for like vocal groups, I don't think I've heard anything about that and I don't really know how they would do that, which is unfortunate because it, it was exciting, but like it is, that's, especially singing is so like spitty and that's really not <laughs> ideal for the time, you know? you know? I think something like orchestra could, possibly, could be more probable because you know, you could like just sit far enough away from each other and it would be okay, but with theater and, and choral programs, I don't really know how that's gonna be possible.
0: Now we're going to move over to Belen, who is an incoming freshman at the high school. I'm really interested to hear your perspective on how all of this craziness is unfolding right now. How are you?
4: I'm good. So I am feeling a little disappointed because mm-hmm. it is my freshman year, looking forward to going to a new building. Uh, meeting a lot of new people from different grades. It hasn't really been able to happen before.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, but at the same time, like Sarah said, I understand that it is necessary and we need to take the necessary precautions to keep everyone as safe as possible.
0: Yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah, so I mean, as an incoming freshman, you don't have to have any big questions or concerns, but I was wondering if there was anything that as a freshman right now that you were really wondering about with the high school and how, it's, how this plan is going to be executed, anything in particular.
4: So I know that uh, part of the phased remote plan is they're trying to figure out if they can do some kind of ninth grade orientation outdoors um, hopefully we'll get more information on that soon, um, but until then, it seems like we're just going to have to carry on and <laughs> make it through just online. Uh, one thing that was particularly disappointing uh, for me personally was was that I can't meet other grades and like clubs will be a lot harder because
3: mm-hmm.
4: like, is there a club day as there is usually,
3: yes, so that was one thing
4: I was looking forward to was like getting to know all these new people through clubs and new activities, but that has definitely been put kind of on hold through all of this yeah. yeah.
0: All right. So with the current reopening plan, one of the big options, one of the two options is going into this phased in hybrid plan where we're eventually going back into the school, which is which is daunting because we haven't been in the building since mid-March. And I was wondering if, if any of you guys had a response to Do you feel safe going back into the building? How do you feel about returning to this building that we've been gone from so long and that this pandemic has grown so much since then?
1: Well, I'm not going hybrid, but just like based on from what I heard about the plan, I don't know, it just doesn't seem like that great of an idea considering like you're bringing a bunch of socially starved teenagers together in one building, a building that's being rebuilt, a building that didn't have that much room in the first place it's probably gonna be really hard to enforce stuff like distancing and mask wearing. Um, It definitely will cause outbreaks and a lot of people, like, I have no doubt that people will get sick and bring it home to families. Um, And I'm just really worried about teachers because um, a lot of them don't have much of a choice, I think, when it comes to going back. And I'm just worried that some of them will get sick despite not really choosing to
4: go back. Mm-hmm. So my opinion on this is like the hybrid plan is taking into account like the best case scenario, that every single individual student is gonna be responsible for themselves with wearing a mask, social distancing, but I think it's unrealistic to assume that every single student is going to take responsibility for those things mm-hmm. to keep everyone safe. So I think that a full hybrid plan is a little
3: unrealistic in terms of the whole picture. <laughs> Going back as a hybrid situation is kind of trying to like have some sense of normalcy but I think that because we've been in this situation for as long as we have that it wouldn't be worth it the having some sort of like in-person schedule is not worth getting your friends and family uh, at a higher risk of getting sick you know because I have mm-hmm. I know a bunch of people who have high-risk family members. I have a a few high-risk friends and family members. And so it feels like it's grasping at something that isn't really necessary in the moment, you know?
2: I agree with everything that's been said so far. um, That it's probably, if we do end up going to a hybrid model, um, that more cases are probably inevitable. I have a measured amount of faith in my classmates and schoolmates that they will um, wear their masks and maintain social distancing. Um, I am concerned about one way, the whole one-way hallway idea because our school is confusing enough to navigate as is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then add on top of that a renovation and add on top of that um, a one-way hallway is kind of daunting. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh,
2: but yeah, I... While I think it's potentially dangerous, I have
0: some hope for the hybrid model. Thank you so much for coming on. I wish you best of luck to this start of the new year and take it easy, take care. Welcome back to this week's creativity highlight. For this week, we're not actually highlighting anybody in particular. Instead, with school starting back up pretty soon, We thought this would be a good time to highlight some of the best moments from musical performances and events at AHS before the shutdown. Here's a montage.
3: Used to think, used to think about me. I still remember the time when Sunday school seemed like it lasted so very long. But if I knew what I know now, I would have stayed on.
0: Welcome to an all new pop segment. In this episode, we are excited to be announcing the expansion of the pop list segment into multiple new exciting pop culture themed segments, a full rotation to come this fall. In this episode in particular, we're debuting one of these segments in the rotation. More information in general to come soon. For now, let's get into this new segment. Welcome to the first ever Pop Reviews, the segment where we lightning review desired movies through giving a summary, favorite character, and rating out of five stars. For this segment, anyone can come onto the show and give their favorite movies, and for this week, I'll be giving some movies that I think are must-see flicks. As you can see, I have my makeshift movie theater set up here to recite these movies, and without further ado, let's get into it. The Dark Knight. The quintessential modern-day superhero movie, Batman, the hero vigilante, takes on a classical criminal, the Joker, as he terrorizes Gotham City. The Joker not only pushes the city to its limits, but challenges the notion of what is morally justified in society. My favorite character would have to be the Joker. Late Heath Ledger's masterful performance in the role left me thinking, thinking, and thinking long after this movie ended. Rating. Action-packed, memorable screenplay, and thought-provoking message. 4.7 out of 5 stars. Fantastic Mr. Fox. Based on the Roald Dahl novel, this stop-motion movie tells the tale of a human-like fox and his fellow animals as they tussle with three mean farmers, Bogus, Bunce, and Bean. Mr. Fox wrestles with the feeling of what it is like to be a wild animal, and whether he's destined for a better fate. Favorite character would have to be Mr. Fox. His witty, cunning, and charismatic personality is fun and thoroughly entertaining to watch as he finds his way throughout the movie. Rating, beautiful scenery, and carefully crafted stop-motion, delightful adaptation of the original book, worth the watch every time. 4.9 out of 5 stars. Ladybird: A teenage girl named Ladybird grows up in Sacramento, California as she juggles conflicts with her mother and her Catholic school life. Throughout the film, she strives to find exciting new experiences while simultaneously applying to college. Favorite character, Larry McPherson, also known as Lady Bird's dad. Throughout moments of conflict, the dad acted somewhat as a calming, insightful voice of reason. Rating, a unique coming-of-age story depicting real-life conflicts and experiences, brilliant performance from actors across the board, 4.5 out of 5 stars. And that wraps up this week's first ever pop reviews. That's all for You View episode four and the final episode of You for this summer. Thank you so much for tuning in as always. And with this being the last episode of the summer, it also means that we're taking a bit of a break. We need to use these coming weeks to figure out what the show is going to look like in the future, particularly what's going to look like in the fall. And I'm going to be honest, now more than ever is when we need some more help. Now's the time to build up our team through bringing in new ideas, bringing in more editors, bringing in future hosts, really building up the team and making it stronger and better than it ever has been before. And if you're at all interested in helping out, no matter how big or small that may be, please reach out to anybody at ACMI in the coming weeks. Until then, we hope you're healthy, we hope you're safe, we hope you're strong and we hope that you have a great start to this historic new school year. On behalf of all of us, we'll see you next time. I still want to
3: hear them every day. You say, let it go, but I can't let it go.